Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is number 20. 20. Yeah, so we're what? Uh, 4, 8, 12, 16. We're five months deep. We are. And last, I did check the audio yesterday, uh, and we're like up 340-some percent on views. Nice. And uh, officially, Monday, this past Monday, because we released the episode on Sunday night, and then, so I guess people, Monday is always the biggest listening day. Okay. Because I guess we release it Sunday, people watch on Monday, but Monday was the most listens or downloads i guess um that we've ever had nice in one day so looking gotcha. good gotcha. i'm excited well I'd, you know every everyone you know on the viewer side on my channel it's it's hit or miss but like the trespassing video was a good hit uh the one we just released uh last sun this past sunday that came out that had pretty good viewership yeah you know. yeah it's all on what they want, I guess, you know. Yeah, not it, every... It is easier to listen, I would yeah, say that. Not every topic is for everybody. Not no. you know, Some people just don't want to listen to a certain topic. Sure. Um, sure. I want to jump into this, and uh, <laughs> there's something that's been on my chest and uh, that I would just want to explain to the listeners um, <laughs> of what's going on with, with me and, like, YouTube and, and some stuff. So, yeah. I don't know how many people are going to know this on the podcast yet, but i probably make something about it on YouTube as well. But most of the people know that um, I started my channel, YouTube channel, I think in, I don't know what it was, 2016, 2017. And um, I'm not like, you know, bragging or nothing, but like I was like one of the first channels that was that was like talking about micronutrients and foiler feeding and things and now i'm starting to see people starting to talk about it now but i was like one of the original ones and that really came from a company that i was working with was antler grow mm -hmm. the company you know they taught me a lot of stuff um i'll never deny that uh you know they they taught me a lot of a lot of things about foiler feeding and micronutrients and um and how that transitions to the health of the deer herd and all this stuff so i worked with the company for what five six years Probably. um i was really involved with it uh had a really good relationship with them and um this june will be a year since i have not promoted that company mm -hmm. um it had it's nothing i'm not going to say anything bad about them but it's it was a personal situation or it was my my choice where I walked away from that company. Mm -hmm. It is an outstanding product and I will still physically use it. I have some downstairs. I'm going to use it this year. Um, I sprayed some this week. <laughs> yeah, you sprayed some this week. But it is something that I'm not going to um, like promote on on YouTube. It's not something I want to be involved with and um and all that so yeah i made videos about it for five years 
people bought a lot of that stuff from YouTube for my promotion. It's not a bad product. It is an amazing product. Everything I said about it on YouTube is what I still believe to this day. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we still talk about it. Yeah, it is. Um, you got the, the micronutrients and you got the, the fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So I stepped away from that a year ago and I just don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, give that product the recognition on YouTube, if that makes sense. Um, I, like I said, I'm still using it. I'm spraying this weekend. So, um, that's that with that said, um, there's some other stuff that we're going to be doing with tissue samples, which is going to be starting here in the next few weeks. I'm spraying this weekend. We're going to be doing some comparisons and I'm actually my own money. I bought a tissue analysis test. that's going to cost me about 200 bucks, my own money that I bought by the time I send it out, have it tested. And I'm just going to be spraying some of Domain's clover. I'm going to have, you know, just clover itself and some, and some stuff from Domain uh, we're going to be spraying. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I'm still using it. I'm still, I'm going to be using some stuff from Domain. They have their own now. And we're yep. just going to be doing some comparisons with uh, tissue analysis and, and such. Yeah. Um, so I had some, yeah, had some people asking. So I did too, that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I had some people that were messaging me like, "Hey, what's up with Dave?" I'm like, "Hey, he's his own guy. He, you know, yeah, you can ask him." Yep. You know. Well, you're. Yeah, I mean, it is. I'm not gonna talk for you. You know. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, you know, when people ask how come you're not doing this with those people anymore what you know they're 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 digging they they want you to put a knife in somebody's back or something you know yeah right and i'm not going to do that i'm not into that i'm not yeah. into that it's just well, i had like, a i had a solid relationship with the with the company i mean yeah. you know that i mean it was just something that i i just don't want to be well when you when you choose to move on from something you just move on i mean there don't yeah. have to be a backstory no you know but it's that's just, it's just a know, choice that you make and yeah people were asking so that, yeah that's what's up yeah so so quit asking people yeah quit asking <laughs> um second thing kind of like some little little house cleaning stuff here second thing is people have been asking me dave why are you not posting videos on youtube hmm. okay i started my channel in 2017 i have almost 670 videos on my channel i have like 7.5 million views total i grew the channel i was committed to it and i still am what i'm getting at is how many videos do you need yeah really i have videos ranging from hand tool hand tools food plots disking using the uh um ferminator groundhog max groundhog max just atvs all times of hundreds of food plot videos foiler feeding videos blackboard videos tree stand videos hunting strategy videos like how many do you physically need and i'm at the point now where i want to say i'm out of videos to make but i don't want to be that person and they're out there that has different videos every week but they just rearrange what they say and they repeat themselves in every single video yeah I don't, I don't want to do that. So I'm at the point where 
do I continue with my channel because I might get the itch. I'm not done making, I'm not saying I'm by no means, but I might get the itch to just get back on that same channel and start making content or I'm running the idea of starting a new channel and starting over. Mm. I'm unsure which way to go. Obviously I need YouTube as part of my business. I have a website, two websites now. So, which all leads back to consulting and, and trying to teach people how to do food pots the easy, no BS way. So I'm unsure what I'm going to do. So that's why I haven't been making videos. I don't want to be that person that's making videos and just constantly rearranging words and repeating themselves and just because they, they want to make videos, you know, I want to make videos, but again, I have like everything that you need to know, <laughs> like you can find well, it on my channel. It's, it's such an instant gratification world. Yeah. That if it don't pop up in front of them, you know, they don't go looking. But right, right. there's that's why there's search engine in Google. I mean, in, in YouTube and things, mm -hmm. if you type some things in, they might pop up a video of yours, you know, if, no, if it, looking for something. Well, I, I see the analytics. I still check. You know, I reply to everybody's comments. And if you look at the analytics, you know, there's still a huge portion of, I guess, uh, uh, of search views that mm. I get on my channel. So people are searching and then they find people the video search and it pops up and they watch it. Yeah. Right now. So my recommend, yep. My recommendation views have gone down because I haven't been posting videos. Well, yeah. so which is makes sense. So, um, but yeah, I mean, anything that you need, it's like you can find on there. And, um, I just don't want to repeat myself. Over right. and over. I mean, how many videos do you need about clover? How many videos do you need about buckwheat? Mm -hmm. Like I have hundreds and hundreds of food plot videos. Me and you have done probably a hundred, 150 videos on my channel together. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at and I feel better now. <laughs> well, that and the fact that when when you're self-filming and trying to make videos, it's a lot harder. Well, when, we were, I, when we were doing stuff together, it was easier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, did so it. It is, it is a little harder to come up with content. And and I'm not – speaking for myself now, I'm not a good uh, person in front of the camera or talker. So, mm -hmm. like, for me to make a spectacular video all by myself is – probably not going to really happen i gotta i have to have some solid content to bring to people that i think will be you know interesting mm -hmm. and i just don't have a lot of interesting stuff right now and especially doing everything solo that's why i kind of my thing is more when i get into the food plot season and uh, or actually filming my own hunts and stuff. You know, I'm, I'm more towards the geared towards the fall. Springtime is not my time. I mean, really, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm trying to get better at it, but how much can you really do? I mean, we it just quit snowing two weeks ago. Well, know? again, there's, there's, there, like, your niche is hunting. Yeah. But like, how many things is there to talk about hunting? Yeah, like, and how many guys are doing it? Right. You it's know, like it's just it's. I, I just I, I I'm 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 not done. Like I'm I'm no. I still like I I just bought a brand new five hundred dollar GoPro. Like I just need to decide whether I'm still using the same channel or I'm going to make a new one. Now, in the next 
couple weeks here, I have a lot going on. I have some, uh, you know, some Egyptian weed I'm planting. I'm doing this tissue analysis testing, which I'm going to document. So I have some stuff that that's going to happen throughout this. It's coming. You know, it's just um, right because that is kind of a new thing. Yeah, there's more on the way. Yeah, the tissue analysis testing I've never done. So that's that's a new thing that I want to throw out there Mm -hmm. and document and show the results of it. So there is stuff. Oh, yeah. It's on the way. It's just it's just a little slow right now. I mean, and and I was even I was even thinking about, you know, starting to do a little filming of fishing and things, you know. Yeah. But I haven't even been doing that. I just I've just been so busy uh you know winter time with the weather is so crappy you know and i'm trying to do maintenance around the house and on the house and you know i'm trying to catch up right now well um, at least we're doing this and this gives us some content for the week you know yeah well i just like you you mentioned fishing i just bought a canoe yes you you know so i'm i'm kind of venturing out I mean, I've never really been a, a big fisherman, but Dave Winkleman, though. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I I bought a canoe and paddles, and we got I already got a canoe trip planned um, next Saturday. We're going to be going to West Virginia Harper's Ferry, fishing down the Potomac River. So, which is something I used to do when I was a kid all the time. So, yeah, I got so hung up on YouTube, and and I put a lot of time money and effort into it and it i grew it and it is what it is so now i'm kind of uh you know i'm venturing out a little bit you know i'm getting into fishing and and canoeing and well you get you get cornered into a certain niche right you kind of give up portions of your life i mean yes i mean how many how many times i haven't fished i i just started fishing again like last year seriously fishing again i went a couple times last year i hadn't fished in like I don't know, eight years or something like that. Me either. I, was I mean, my, my kids, you know, my kids were growing up. We were, we were, you know, doing things and, uh, you know, just trying to keep up with other stuff. You know, life happens and you, you just can't pour your world into YouTube. I mean, when someone's asking you, Dave, how come you're not doing YouTube videos? Well, life happens. I mean, yeah. it does. Well, I, well, I got a lot you know, of, you know, I, all winter I did consulting. Yeah, Every, I mean, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was on the road traveling. Like, I don't have a cameraman that's gonna that's gonna go around filming right. stuff as much as I would like that, but it might happen one day. But um, so hopefully everybody understands that. That's my little right. speech here. Um, I'm excited to go fishing. Okay. Yeah, I would. Uh, in about another month here, when the water warms up, I'm gonna be hitting it pretty hard myself. I may, I bought a chesty mount for the GoPro. Mm. I might, I might do a little film in that way. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what happens. I might, yeah. I might put a couple fishing videos out. Why not? I got my GoPro that we're going to take with me on the, uh, when we uh, float down the Potomac in Harper's Ferry. Yep. I'm going to have a, a mount for it and we're going to, you know, there's a couple little rapids in there that we got to go through. And, um, nice. Hopefully nobody falls out of the canoe. Don't be swimming. <laughs> be swimming. Yep. Yep. Man, Manny, because Manny, Manny, uh, can Manny he, swim? No, he's scared that he can't oh, swim. No. So he's panicking. Um, All right, I, I didn't say that. Manny, you're gonna be fine. But I got him a life vest, and uh, okay. he's like, he said, "Well, a life vest isn't going to keep me afloat." 
I said, man, that's what a life vest that's is for. for. <laughs> I said, you can get knocked out and you're just going to float down the river. Yeah. <laughs> so it is funny. I told him he's going to pop out of the canoe today. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, wow. um, so you, you, you have some, you have a, a topic that you want to cover because it is yeah. getting that time of year. It's getting to be the time of year where, and I, I say this a lot. I get a lot of content right off of Facebook because these forums and the, these certain pages and things, some of the people ask the same questions and I keep seeing them reoccurring and things. Um, and I just thought, well, maybe we ought to cover some spring maintenance. Yeah. Like, like, uh, of course, everybody's looking at, uh, their perennial clovers and their chicory and, you know, alfalfas and things that are coming back from last year, or that maybe that they had frost seeded and some of these Southern states, uh, that are a lot further ahead than we are. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys are actually asking about clipping clover already. Yeah. Like it's at the farm. It's probably up that far. Yeah. So. It's, I've it's, got uh, here at the house, like I said, it's it's probably only about four inches or so, mm-hmm. but it's it is a lush carpet, and uh, like I had just mentioned, it, it just quit snowing. You know, we yeah, literally right, right. had a hard frost that I had to scrape the windshield, mm-hmm. and I thought all my apple and pear buds would be gone, but I still have flowers on a tree, so that that frost must not have hit them. Yeah. So that's a good thing. But anyhow, yeah, I had a guy, for instance, I had a guy uh, from a southern state. Mm-hmm. I'm not even, I'm not, I don't want to mention, but uh, the fella had uh, clover that was like up to his knees. You know, it was like a foot, maybe 14 inches high. And he says, Chris, I, I mean, I, I got to mow this stuff. You know, it's getting so thick. It's starting to lay over and mat. And I said, well, I said, on on average you should never probably cut half of your height at one point in time mm-hmm. you know don't go in there scalping her down uh you should probably only take about half of your height off at a time and uh let that bounce back before you go doing any more um because you can seriously set back your clover that way you can stun it out and as we we were talking before the podcast here, and Dave brought up a good point, is if you had all that moisture content and all that height, and you go scalping that down, not only are you going to stun it, but and the, the heat's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not already in a southern state where it's hot, the heat's coming, and if it's so low, it, you could burn it. You know, yeah. you, could, you could burn up a clover plot. You know, it'll dry up and get dehydrated and burn up from the sun. You know, you're not helping yourself by doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously people got to mow with what they have, but a cheap, a cheap thing is we're, we talked about this too, to bring it up, but, um, I have a video on it. If you, I think if you type in mowing, mowing a one acre clover field or something, my video will pop up, but I took a regular push mower and I welded like four inch brackets onto the sides and then redrilled holes at the bottom of those with the wheels. So I took Mm -hmm. the wheels off the frame, welded the brackets on and then put the wheels at the bottom to jack up the height of the push mower. Yep. 
And at that time, it was like maybe five years ago or something. At that time, that's all I, you know, it's what I used. And I would push mow a one acre clover field because I didn't, if you, if I left that push mower, the height of it, it would only mow it like that. And I didn't want to mow it that short. Right. So I, I beefed it, you know, jacked it up four inches or so. Right. And it got a good mowing out of that. I mean, you could, you could even go to like a tractor supply or something and buy new, new tires for, you know, that are bigger around, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that would give you height, you know, a, a bigger diameter tire. Yep. You know, it just, just, you wouldn't even need the brackets really, but the brackets yeah. sure would help. You know, yep. somebody, somebody could do something like that. Um, well, there's always and, a way. Yeah. I mean, in my case, I had, I had an old farm all cub in the, in the garage here. Um, and it wasn't running. And I thought, you know what, I need to really get this thing running. And I actually, uh, as we're, as we're recording this podcast right now, tonight, I have a uh, video coming out about that tractor. So you guys will have to go back and watch that, but it's, it's going to be my clover clipper. I called it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a farm all cub and it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's not uh, hydraulic uh height adjustment it's manual i have to mm. pull back on the, on the on the lever to lower it or or, or raise it back up the, the mystery the, traffic that i never knew you had what the the the, the mystery the, tractor the tractor you didn't you didn't realize sitting, i had that it was back in the corner a, yeah sitting there the whole time i never saw yep, it yep it was back in the corner of the garage uh but yeah it's that thing you know, I can raise the belly mower. It's a, it's a, it's a woods belly mower and I could raise that thing up like a little bit over a foot. Mm. So I can go in there and, and clip either clover or if I had weeds that I wanted to go over the clover, but just clip the weeds off. Right. I, I could do that. Um, that was a little bit of 3d action coming at you. So, uh, you can't tell on the auto side, but I was just putting my, hand in front of the camera they just hear you making goofy noises so yeah so so yeah hunt your own state dave canoe canoe paddle your your own own canoe yeah yeah. hunter or canoe your own state canoe your own state um some maintenance things too like with clover because it it is getting that time but like um a lot of times you can wait until that clover flowers Mm -hmm. and and make seeds so then you just mow them tops off and you'll kind of help it reseed itself right Right. Um, but yeah, never, never mow when it's never mow too short, never mow when the weed, when the clover is like wet, you want to wait till it's dried out, yeah. never mow when it's too hot. And then you try to Especially mow. Especially if have... you get into a drought situation, right? You do not want to mow in a drought situation. Right. Yep. Not at now all. it could be a situation too, where you have say the perfect size clover plot and the deer just mow it for you. Yeah. And you, you may never have to mow it. Correct. So it just, there's a lot of variables in there, but uh, mowing is very important to control the weeds. Um, if they do get out of hand, we talked about this many times, let's bring it up quick, is Imox. Yeah, sure. Um, Imox is a great herbicide, controls the grasses and broadleafs, and uh, just mix it, you know, whatever it is, uh, seven to nine ounces per acre, whatever it is, 20, 25 gallons of water, whatever your sprayers, you know, whatever you can cover. But 79 ounces, as long as you get that onto that acre, mm-hmm. wait two weeks, smell it, you're golden. Yep. 
Yep. Um, how about let's let's play devil's advocate here. I love doing this. Um, how about the controversy about the people that say if you mow your clover, you're just taking away all that tonnage. Okay. Versus the guy that says you've got to mow your clover so that it rebounds fresh growth and it's more palatable. And what do you think about all that? I put you on the spot. You didn't ask me this earlier. No, I didn't. I put you on the spot. Um, what, do you, what do you think about it? I, I think that, uh, the perfect situation would be the deer just keep it mowed for you. That's, Correct. that's obviously going to be perfect. Yeah. Does that work out all the time? No. I personally think that mowing it is going to set it back. And then when it regrows, you get the fresh tender tips. And then yep. that, that clover is injured. So it nourishes the plants and you're going to give that to the wildlife. Um, when it gets real tall, it's just like if you plant brassicas really early in the year, they get really big but they get woody and stemmy. And I think that happens with the clover. Okay. Um, I, I know for at the farm, when I had clover, the deer kind of hammered it, never really had to mow it. Now I did make, I did have another food plot in that same off to the side. And that one, they hit it and then they kind of stopped. And then I mowed it. And then like a week later, they hammered it. Okay. That's my the experience. The reason why I said that was because I caught – it was a reel, I think it was, a reel. Mm -hmm. I believe that's where it was. And I think it was – man, I don't want to say this because I could be wrong. Was it the QDMA? It was either, Q, it was either QDMA or deer and deer hunting. Yeah, I, I saw that. It was yeah. one of them. It and was they, last year, I think. Yeah, and they talked about, you know – shouldn't be mowing all because you just ruin all that tonnage and you don't ever grow it back right they said it doesn't rebound to the height that you just whacked off and got rid of mm -hmm. and i and into you know in a way that it, it almost made sense but then in another way i thought you know it's just like cutting your grass in the yard it, it comes back, back. It comes back and it grows yeah. back stronger and thicker. It's, how about when you was 14 years old and you started shaving? You know, it, it came back and it came back thicker and heavier. You know, uh, I don't I, I might have to disagree with those guys. I don't know. Yep. I um, I, I read it. I, I saw the, what they were talking about. I don't like it. Doesn't make sense. And then I think this article or whatever they posted came out last year. And I remember um, Don Higgins talking about it a little bit and he doesn't he calls bogus on it as well okay um because i mean obviously you have to look at your situation so if what they're saying is let's say you, the clover is really tall you have a lot mm -hmm. of tonnage there and you mow that and you're in a drought situation oh, obviously okay. it's not going to grow back yeah. the way the way that it did yeah and obviously mowing it is an important part of controlling the weeds yeah so if you're this tall with clover and you're full of weeds, what are you, you just going to leave it like that? Right. Um, so in my experience, in my opinion, mowing it 
is the next well, best. Here, the first, the first best, the first best is having the perfect size magically have the perfect size where the deer just mow it for you. Yeah. Well, I have. I'm probably not going to have a problem with mowing this year because no. I have too many deer, and they have a beautiful carpet out there of clover, and they they just keep it clipped off for me. I will. I probably won't be mowing, but um, what was I going to say? Um, You're old. You forgot. I did. I am. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh man, I had a good point. Oh, the good point is um, as a tip. Don't think too that you're going to mow right before archery season. And just because you're going to make it, uh, you're going to think that it's going to be all more palatable and stuff. It's on the decline at that point, folks. You're mm -hmm. not going to gain back that tonnage. Yeah. You know, the last mowing you should be doing is probably like, you know, August, some point, you know, mm -hmm. so that it still has a little bit of growing season through August and September. Right to build back up mm -hmm. yeah you're not going to want to go in there in september and and cut your cut your clover and, and think that it's going to rebound and be you know tender and moist and palatable yeah uh, that's, that's that that would not be a good move yeah it's a good point um i think uh central pa i mowed my last mowing was like the second week of august mm. um at the old farm mm -hmm. um and it grew it grew back you know good yeah, it'll or, be just it'll be lush. It'll be just good enough. Yeah, come March this one, end of September. It's you know you're starting to go dormant. So yeah, you're you're declining. Actually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for definitely. sure. I just want to throw that in there because uh, I I know I, that's a it's a very common misconception because there's a certain couple celebrities out there that all they do is talk about mowing their clover. Mm. You know, and how how great it is and it, it 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 is a tool believe me i mean yeah you you do need to to yeah. mow it for weed control um and if it gets too tall and it starts to fall over and and starts to mat you know uh but I yeah would, i would say I, in our location one to two times a year yeah max yeah max Yep. That's what I'm thinking, you know, um, like I said, here, here at the house in the feed plot, I'm not going to have that issue. Uh, now over at the destination plot, that's approximately one and three quarter acres over there. I had a situation already now that I have the tractor fixed um, and could set the height of that mower. I had yellow rocket. Mm. starting to pop up so i i already mowed over there once already not the clover just over top of it all and took out the yellow rocket and there was a couple other little things there i wasn't sure what it was like some lamb's ear or something mm -hmm. like that and some of that canadian thistle or something yeah there's a couple couple of those just real thick patches there out in the middle i whacked them down to uh, i was at it but yeah, spring maintenance is for sure a real thing. Um, yeah, I would and, say. And I just wanted to bring that to light because there was a lot of questions yeah. and, and a lot of bad information too. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I would say like probably your first spring, like your first mowing should be incorporated with your 
first spraying of the year on your perennial plot as far as controlling weeds. So if you're spraying IMOX, say in mid end of May, early June, where you have enough weeds and you want to control them, that will be your first mowing. Mm-hmm. Then you, if you're getting appreciable rain throughout the summer, you may mow again in say August, early yeah. August. Then you should be done. You should you should not mow anymore. I would say you really Ernie shouldn't even be interested in mowing weeds unless they're like over six inches. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't get too crazy. You know, oh, I see a weed coming. I need to spray. No. Nah, well, nah. you could you could possibly injure you know, you know, uh, your, your clover and chicory, um, chicory, chicory is kind of finicky. Um, it has to be so big before you could hit it with the IMOX without injuring it. If I'm mm-hmm. correct in saying that, I think it has to be so big before you can injure that. But once it gets past that point, you're good, good to go. Yeah. You know? I don't think you'll hurt anything. From what I've seen, like the IMOX is kind of like a, it's like a weak herbicide Mm. per se, um, because it, it takes a long, it's a long process for the weeds to die, but man, it really hammers the grasses and the broadleaves. So you're not buying two different chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was, that was one of the things that I got in on was a conversation and someone said they was going to buy a certain company's grass control and another, the same company had the broadleaf control. And I said, I commented and said, why don't you just buy a jug of that IMOX and you take care of them both with one product. Mm-hmm. But now that one jug will handle like five acres where those two other boxes that you buy would cost the same as the jug right. only handle like one acre. Mm-hmm. And now the person could probably stretch that one jug of IMOX out over five acres. Oh, yeah. Multiple sprayings, Mm -hmm. you know. How many ounces that bottle is the IMOX? Uh, I could get it and tell you. Yeah, so let's let's figure it out. How many many acre-wise? He's going to get that, and I'm going to do the math on this to figure out what a jug of that uh, will cost. And, um... We'll break it down per cost per acre as well. All right, so I'm he's a dummy. Back. I'm a dummy. Why? How, how many how many ounces is in a quart? How, how many ounces is it? I don't know. It says it's a quart. <laughs> like I said, I'm a dummy. Let's Google a, that. A quart? Yeah. That's what I'm going to. Well, there's there's four quarts in a gallon. Yeah. I'm being stupid right now. I can't think. Put me on the spot. <laughs> How many ounces in a in a quart? There's 32. Is that what it is? Yeah, 32 ounces. Where? Because there's 120 ounces in a gallon. Come on, man. You're, being... you're supposed to be the math whiz. I know. I'm being dumb. It's it's, it's 32. Okay. Figure it so, out. Then. Yeah. So if you got 32 um, divided by say seven is 4.5 acres per jug. Yep. 32 dude. So one jug of IMOX costs you a hundred bucks. 
Yep. Right. Hundred bucks, and you can, and you can do four point five acres with it. So. Yep. So you got. Uh, yeah, it says one quart rate. Um. There. Yeah, so you can do over four acres with yep. this jug. Yep. And those other boxes of product from a big name company mm-hmm. that have a deer on them. <laughs> they say that that uh, I think those are only are they good for one acre or half acre? Uh, I think they're one acre. Okay, because I used I did use them before. I tried it, but man, they're god awful expensive. So without using a calculator, what's that break down to cost per acre? What if was it's it? If it's a hundred bucks, and you got and it covers four point five acres, how many? How much does it cost you per acre? It'd be uh, like it'd be like twenty. Be like, bucks. Yeah, it'd be like twenty some bucks for per spraying. Yeah. 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 So there it is. So you but have a lot of four, people don't have a whole acre to spray, you know. Right. But just saying you have twenty dollars invested into an acre that's controlling yeah. your grasses and and your broadly compared to as compared to that other company with the buck on it. Well, hundred bucks for one acre. They're a hundred bucks for one acre. Yeah. So, so you're that's a deep savings. Yes. So anybody and looking I mean, to save. And we have no skin in the game for IMOC. <laughs> like, heck no, but it, we like the product. Yeah, I used you know? it two, what was that, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago, because you, you gave me a little yeah. uh, a little bottle yep. of it last year to try. Yep, and I was and impressed. it smoked that stuff. Yes. It, but it took, uh, like 10, it took 12, 10, 15 10 days. or 12 days, I think it was, until yeah. I seen it brown out. Yep. And then I mowed. Yes. And, and so, my stuff was high, Dave. My stuff was yeah. like, mm-hmm. I guess I got to get on the screen. My stuff was probably that high. And I sprayed it that high. Yeah. And it still smoked it. Mm-hmm. That's how mine and, was, too. And you need to see, uh, I might, you might be able to see it here. Hold on. I might be able to pull up the picture. Yeah. Look at that. Not a weed in it. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Not a weed in that. And it's thicker now even. Audio people can't see that, but he's showing a picture of his clover of his clover plot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I forgot about the audio people. Yeah. But yeah, the, the video people, I just showed a picture there. Oh my gosh, I got a carpet. Green carpet out there, and there's not a weed in it. There was a couple dandelions. But turkeys eat them. Something will get them. I already yeah. popped all the heads off of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was there were so few, I went through and picked them all out. Yeah. That's, now, that's good. Now, does dandelions grow back when you pop them off? Yeah. They probably will because they got roots, right? Right. Well, it's the same as you mow your yard. Yeah. 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 But you I can eat really... dandelion. Did you know dandelion is one of the most nutritious plants yeah. that you can eat? You know, back in the day, they, they didn't waste any of that plant. Mm-hmm. They're supposedly like really, really used for like a lot of health issues and stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, with health issues, uh, I'm out of here. You're unhealthy. No, I'm fully healthy. Um, oh. but I'm ending this podcast. That's unhealthy. Yeah. They want more. I know. Well, we'll give them more next week. More next week, folks. All right. Thanks for listening. Twenty. 
spring maintenance, get on it. Most of the deer hunting part of the country, it's uh, it's spring maintenance unless you're way up north in the north central somewhere. But uh, throughout our range here, it's time. Some of the folks just uh, frost feet, frost seeded two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, up there in crazy, Wisconsin, crazy. Minnesota, that, that type of area where they're nowhere near what we are right now, so. No, but you know what? In like a month, their plots will look as good as ours because they just have that soil. Yeah. Right. Crazy. All right, folks. See you on the next one. Later. Bye-bye. Gator. Gator.